you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the only podcast in all of cyberspace devoted to the greatest food that has ever been created. I'm talking, of course, about gumbo. This is the gumbo show. We are going to talk about gumbo today. And joining me, as always, uh, are the other Nick Sabans of gumbo. I'm Alabama-era Nick Saban, Feynman Roberts. I'm in Southeast Louisiana. Joining me from North Texas is LSU-era Nick Saban, Brent Barksdale. And of course, we couldn't do the show without our own little two-year Miami Dolphin Nick Saban, Dave Huguenel from Northern Virginia. What's happening, fellas? I'm doing great. Roll Tide down the toilet bowl. Is that it? How's that work? Uh, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and we're talking about like the history of cell phones. You know, basically yeah. a Louisiana cooking food show. Somebody admitted he's an Alabama fan. Yeah, oh, I'm I remember. not saying I'm an Alabama fan, but I you can't help but acknowledge that uh, Nick Saban is the greatest college coach to ever do it. I remember reading Saban's book after he was at LSU, won the national championship. I'm like, this guy's awesome. And then he left. He left us, and then he was Satan. And for the yeah. record, Miami – Saban is the best Saban. He got paid that? the most. He got paid the most to do the least, which is great. And that's you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Dave has right. also also made professional football players cry, like Nick Saban did in one famous video from his Miami tenure. Right. So, well, I don't. I we don't really have a a Michigan State era Nick Saban or a West Virginia era Nick Saban or even a Cleveland Browns assistant coach era Nick Saban for this show but fellas much unlike Nick Saban we've been in a little bit of a drought lately specifically I'm referring and it's definitely not the weather because I know you guys aren't here in southeast Louisiana but we have had so much rain it has been incredibly rainy so not a literal drought but I'm in a bit of a gumbo drought what about you guys I'm tired out here Uh, I mean it has been I think over two months since I've had a bowl of gumbo, which is the longest I've gone without gumbo in probably over a year. You know why? Because you've been in Virginia. Then you went to name the States. Oh, Oregon. So I think I've been in Phoenix, uh, Texas. I've been in, well, and I, I was in Houston, which is like the worst part of Texas to be, to be super clear. Uh, Wyoming. I think I was out there, yeah. Michigan. Like yeah. not not a lot of states that are known for their gumbo. Yeah. Uh, Houston has gumbo, but you you were busy. You were in and out one day. Um, I had gumbo yesterday, and it was Texas gumbo. So, um, you know, how long had it been before that? Moving on, had gumbo. Uh, just two weeks. Um, I find it. I'm pretty consistent. Every two weeks, I'm going to find it somewhere, and then I'm I head to Baton Rouge probably once a month every you know at least every two months and then i just gorge myself when i do that on the way there at lafayette i'll stop and then in baton rouge i'll have several bowls and then on the way back up i'll stop somewhere the way back up to texas i'm jealous i'm je- i couldn't even find a bad bowl and then and, and I, I looked a little bit i, I found some bad ones <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would i would i would take a bad one over no gumbo any day i know yeah yesterday's was um okay 
but it had you could tell it was sitting there the coagulation was on top and, <laughs> and not in a good way it wasn't like fat it was just because it was sitting there it's just never, never good to describe your gumbo with a word that generally relates to like wounds and blood. right exactly it was and that look, it was that look, firm whatever were there platelets uh, in that gumbo yeah some oh, platelets man. Yeah, but it was seafood gumbo. It was okay. I knew it was going to be okay, so I just got a cup of it. N normally going in, I'll get a bowl, but I knew. I just knew it just where I was and the, the, the kind of place. It was an oyster bar. It wasn't really, you know, any sort of Cajun. It just happened to be on the menu. But but remember, two weeks ago, I had a bowl of gumbo in Granbury, Texas, and it had, you know, corn, green beans, lima beans, all the things in it. And it was a great soup. It tasted really, really good, but it was soup. It wasn't gumbo, but it was called gumbo. So therefore my drought, uh, I, I didn't have a drought that week. Yeah. Now, Feynman, what's your excuse? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like too throw hot. A rock in any throw it's a rock in any direction and hit a bowl of gumbo. He doesn't believe in gumbo. It's he true, believes in gumbo hot. season. It's too hot. I'm going to tell you what right now, I know you guys, you're both from down here, so you understand what I'm talking about. But when I open my garage door every morning i am greeted with basically like a warm towel in the face it is so humid and so hot that it's just and and honestly it's i'd have to crank the house air conditioner down to like 63 just to get through one bowl of gumbo it's so hot it's just awful but go to a restaurant I am on a I am a little bit of a drought here and I'm going to fix it this week and I think referencing some social media activity I think I'm going to try to get over to Slidell and hit the Southside Cafe which has a delicious bowl of gumbo that we talked about on this show here before the Irish Channel gumbo in which you get two types of gumbo in one bowl separated by I don't know why they call it the Irish Channel but it's it's a levy of potato salad right down the middle. So you get the seafood, you get the chicken and sausage. I've had both the gumbos in individual bowls before. Both are very good. Thanks to Dave there for the recommendation. So I'm going to try to end my gumbo drought over there this week. I mean, that's just engineering to at its finest. Gumbo engineering. How to fit the, the most flavor in one bowl. And I think they've done it. It's a miracle. It's it's a uh, it's a it's definitely a gift from God. So that's <laughs> that's how. But the the real question is is it's you like guys, the Nick Saban is a gift to football. This gumbo bowl was a gift to gumbo lovers everywhere. <laughs> it's like, I, it's I like the Cleveland Browns <laughs> when they I had Belichick and Saban on the same staff. Now, right. hold on a second. Like, I appreciate the analogy there, but I feel like if we like say Nick Saban like two more times on I know, this podcast, lightning. like something bad's going to happen. Like we just can't. Like, yeah. like, okay, like, I burned his book. We're losing our LSU Twitter followers book. every time we say Saban. So let's be well, careful. then we've lost them all. Then yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're uh, controversial on this show. We're going to mention Saban a few right. times Look, and ruffle some feathers. See what happens. We're going to talk about Nick Saban, and I can honestly say that I cried in 2019 when we beat them uh, in Tuscaloosa. Yep. So yep. I'm uh, I'm not afraid to say what Saban is the greatest coach of all time, and that in no way dims my absolute. Um, vitriol for the Alabama Crimson Tide football program. Um, but you guys, to get, to get back to gumbo, the actual topic of this show, 
you guys, there's actually going to be a a meeting of gumbo titans this week. Oh yeah. You guys are getting together. Yep. In Texas. Hide your kids. That's Hide right. Especially with Dave in town. Yes. So what what is gonna happen? Dave, I'm going to take this. So uh, a couple weeks ago, Dave was in, he told me he was going to be in Arizona. And I was thinking, hey, that's kind of close to where I'm at. So Dave, you need to come to Texas because I'm going to be in Austin for meetings. You have to be in those meetings anyway, I'm assuming, because, you know, we work in the same industry. And as a bonus, we'll be in the same place and we can combine our love of gumbo and go on a search and there'll be a dinner i know there will be a lunch and maybe a a dinner a lunch dinner opportunity while we're in town together i mean so we're probably going to hit a couple spots i know there's two we're going to probably hit and i'll just go ahead and say it and we've talked about them on the show um evangeline cafe is one mm. and there that's the place with the seafood gumbo the chicken and sausage and the veggie gumbo i don't know if dave is going to try that one and then uh baton creole if we're saying it correctly is a food truck outside of the sagebrush uh, saloon and we may hit that one unless our listeners can hit us on twitter facebook instagram all the socials and tell us what gumbo in austin should we try so I've I've realized now that when we introed the show and we used three different eras of Nick Saban, we used the wrong analogy for this week because you two are going on a quest for gumbo. I sort of feel like you guys are are the Frodo and Samwise Gamgee of gumbo this week. You're going to go on a hero's journey through Austin, Texas to find the best gumbo and not throw it into Mount Doom and destroy it, but actually you're gonna find one bowl to rule them all. So I think I think to be fair, if uh, the correct analogy is my my lower intestines are the Mountain Doom in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> and you better believe, you better believe I'm gonna destroy some gumbo. Now, the real question is, Feynman, I need we need to figure out an over-under of how many bowls of gumbo you think. I'll basically be in Austin for about 24 hours. I think right. I I get there Wednesday night. No, no, sorry. I get there Tuesday night. I leave Wednesday night. Over yeah. under, how many bowls of gumbo do you think I can down before I have to get back on the plane? I'm setting this over under at seven and a half. Oh, I say three. You're going to hit three. That's it. Three? Unfortunately, no, there's, unfortunately, there's three different gumbos at the Evangeline Cafe. I will consider this four. mission failed. Four different gumbos. Yeah. And by the way, uh, in this analogy, I'm just going to go ahead and be the Gandalf. So uh, just so y'all know. So I'm uh, not a nerd, so I have no idea who I am. Just don't. You, <laughs> that's okay. You're, it's you're, not you're, Star you're, Wars. You're, you're definitely Samwise. You're Samwise Ganji in this one. <laughs> that's, that's right. Don't worry. That's right. Am I Harry Potter? Who am I? What? <laughs> Dave's definitely Frodo. So I've, there's four different gumbos at the, at the Evangeline Cafe. And three, I feel right? Like, well, I thought you just said four, but th- three, right? Chicken and No, I say he's going to get, he'll have four bowls. Oh. That's what I. That's what I'm guessing. We'll have. Mm. I don't think he's going to get the veggie gumbo. Four bowls is failure. I, I mean, I'm going. I'm. I'm certainly going to get it now that you said that I won't. You won't get it. 
I, I mean, I'm now I have to get it. You have to order a bowl or a cup. Look, I'm fine with cups. We can share. You have it. to order a cup of each type of gumbo. Yeah, I guess to specify, let's go ahead and say cup because uh, I'm not going to do different like types four, of gumbo. Like four bowls in one sitting. Like they'll call right. the police. So yeah. the worst part, though, Dave, is they say our cups are kind of bowls, and they are at the Evangeline Cafe. Um, well, so it'll fine. be a bowl. <laughs> it's it's just a bowl. That's fine. I mean, I saw a picture of the uh, of the vegetable gumbo. Like it looked appetizing. I mean, again, yeah. it looked like it's it looked a, like it looked like vegetable it's a very soup. good soup. Is what it is. So, and but hey, in case you're listening, Evangelo Cafe, we love you, and we're gonna be there, and we're gonna eat them all. So, yeah, if you're listening, discounts are accepted. The gumbo boys are coming. Yeah. The um, question is: and- Is Brett Berry gonna be in the mix? He's he's also in Austin. So, will we rope him in? I think he said he's down. So. Well, we shall see. So how, Brent, you you have been to the Baton Creole food truck. Yes. And so they have how one many gumbo. Different, different types of gumbo. So they have, yeah, they, it looks like I'm looking at their menu online. They just have one gumbo. Yeah. So I figure Dave's going to do three cups of gumbo at Evangeline Cafe and one at now. Right. Tuesday night when he arrives. That's probably Evangeline. Event, either one you could hit the food truck because right. you got to take it to go anyway if he gets in late yeah. you get him a couple couple yeah. cups That's take true. him to the hotel it won't be as hot dave up. won't be as hot then the next day for lunch you got to hit the three bowls at evangeline cafe yeah. and then on his way out of town he's got to bang place. whatever whatever our listeners tell us yeah to go get the best gumbo in austin now here's here's the thing I th- I don't think either of you are really taking into account is you 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 assume that I have self respect and that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna order I'm gonna order one of each I'm gonna taste it I'm gonna give my opinion not neither of you seem to be taking the, taking into account that I might ask for seconds on one or two None, I, I, I did said, that last time I said it at seven and a half right so I've got you with four bowls different bowls of gumbo that you have to order I've got room for you to ask for seconds on three of them yeah. And and at Bet's on Creole, you might want to order two to take back yeah. to the hotel, one to eat, and then yeah. one to, to eat hey, Dave, when you get hungry the, later. The best part of our Tuesday night, it's like, hey guys, yeah, let's go meet. We need to have a meeting. Uh, Dave's in town. Cool. Where do you want to meet? So there's this food truck. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, one other question, just so we just so I can understand like what the expectations are here. So let's say I go to Evangeline, I get three cups. And then I decide I want a bowl yeah. of one of the ones. Does right. that bowl still count as one or does that count as two? How does that I'd, work? I'd say that's we'll one. that as two. I don't. That's one. That's one. Still just one. Okay. All right. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I just need to, we just need to, like, I just need to know the ground rules. It's that's a all. serving. It's it's an order. So how many things will you order? I guess that's how it goes. All right. All and right. normally that's what I do. I get the cups of everything. And then once I decide on the good one, I go with the bowl of that after the cups. That's the law. That's how you do it. All right. All right. Dave, if you, if you consume fewer cups of gumbo, the Nick Saban has national titles at Alabama. <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed. You, you two are the gumbo ninjas. There needs to be a gumbo like shortage in Austin after you leave. Yeah. I mean, look, here's, here's two things are going to happen. One is 
I'm going to create an artificial spike in the price of gumbo because there's going to be this, this unreasonable demand all of a sudden next week. And then two, there are going to be some very unhappy people sitting next to me on the plane on the ride home back to DC. That's so. normal for you. Are you, are you. are you suggesting that the gumbo fed should inject some gumbo liquidity into the market after you create a shortage? That's yeah, right. look, look, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there's going to be like an emergency meeting at the Treasury <laughs> Thursday morning. They're like, what is happening in Austin? <laughs> now, yeah. I googled, you know, Austin gumbo, and there's, you know, there looks like there's some options. But, but, but also, let's go to Dave's self-respect. I do want to tell the story about. I was on the phone with Dave today, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, let's talk." I'm in the car. I'm on my way to Taco Bell. I just need a snack before dinner. My wife is in there making dinner, but I'm hungry, so. And then, please, Dave, tell the story about your date, your first date with your wife, if you if you don't. Oh mind. wow! Okay, yeah. All right, you got nine minutes. I think I got time to do this. So, this I don't think this is our first date. We had been dating for like a couple months. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I uh, so we went to a boarding school. So I was actually picking her up at her dorm, and we were going to go drive somewhere for dinner. Okay, now, I'm sorry. I know we're going to blow past the boarding school thing, but that needs a lot of unpacking at some point. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, uh, we'll yeah we'll do a special just episode like Trump. The There's a reason. Just just going. know that it, it all makes sense. But bottom line is, we went to a boarding school. Like that's actually where we met during high school. We were dating. I went to go pick her up at her dorm to go take her out for dinner. So there's like a foyer that like that the guys could go into. Obviously, couldn't like go into her dorm. There are rules about that sort of stuff. So the um, so I was sitting in the foyer. Now I was hungry before the date. So I went to Taco Bell and got food and was eating it in the foyer when she walked out to meet me. She was very upset, very upset. And she was like, why are you eating Taco Bell? You're supposed, we're supposed to be going out to dinner. And I told her, I was like, we are going out to dinner. I was just hungry and I wanted a snack before we went out to go eat. So that is basically how, you know. It's your life philosophy. It's my life philosophy. Didn't she almost break up with you? It was pretty close. I mean, it was like the first, uh, definitely the first, first, first straw of many, the first of many, many, many times that she was mad at me. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, that, now you have a gumbo podcast. So yeah, your so dedication is paying off. Your idea of a good snack is Taco Bell. It's a great snack. And you went to a boarding school. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm going to have to process this until next week's episode. Hey, where was the school day? It was in uh, Rome, Georgia. It's like Northwest Georgia. At, like, at what it. point did you stand on your desk and say, oh, captain, my captain, for that <laughs> poor teacher who taught you to think but was being run out by the overly, <laughs> overly authoritarian school leaders? I did not do that, but, but there is actually a, uh, a rule instituted at that school. I might actually get in trouble for sharing the story, but the, to this day, there's a rule at the school that is based on me. I swear to God. So uh, this was right after. So Jody was a, a year or two behind me. So I started college, but while, while she was still finishing there. Now, when I went to LSU, you know, we we decided that we needed to like break up for a little bit. You know, I had to go see the world, all that sort of stuff. Um, Jody, you know not to shock anyone was very upset that she lost such a great catch like me uh that you know she was she was very bummed out and you know the uh the, her her uh prefect or the per I, I forget the, whoever they called it like ran the i'm door. sorry was your boarding school named hogwarts her prefect 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were called prefects, like oh people that like, ran the dorms or something. So just, just calm down, calm down. I'm trying to, trying to tell you a story. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so she was upset. So the because I broke up with her, as as anyone would be upset. To be clear, right? I mean, it's just it's a it's a bad day when I when I leave your life. So anyway, she was so upset that the person that ran the dorm said, "Look, you can have the entire day off. You don't have to like call it a sick day or anything. Like you're just going to have this day off just to." relax and just kind of like you know take care of yourself and ever since then that day off that jody that jody got became standatory or standard for standatory yeah i just made up a word you learn that in in boarding school standatory is a word so (laughs) it became it became standard for every student in the high school from then until now that you can take a you can take a day off for no reason you can just take a day off because you just need to kind of like take a break that that rule is because i broke up with jody nice and and to this day i'm still upset they don't they don't refer to it as a david day like yeah. that to me is a, is a nice opportunity. <laughs> it's a good alliteration so, i like it um just yeah, start so, a campaign so yeah so we went we went well off the track of gumbo there you know we're getting into, into some stuff i'm kind of hoping that this is like the one episode that my wife doesn't listen to but uh, <laughs> does she will, listen to any Hi, she Jody. does she does and so i i will that's I'm not make, good i'm gonna make sure to remind her not to listen to this one my I'm wife gonna, has never like, listened yeah. And she did threaten to listen to the one where we made fun of Feynman on Twitter. And she's like, I'm going to listen to that. And if you make fun of Feynman, I swear, you're sleeping on the couch. Yeah, I did it anyway. So, but Way, to, way anyway. to stay true to your convictions. But anyway, I think, look, I'm going to go ahead and say that this was a great episode. Uh, we talked about gumbo. I'm going to be in Austin <laughs> next week. Pretty sure I got in trouble with my marriage. I'm going to deal with that later. Again. Again. <laughs> it's, uh, it's nothing that can't be fixed with some Taco Bell. That's Ooh, true. She does not. Does she like Taco Bell? She loves Taco Bell. Oh, I got good. Her, yeah, I got her. I got her like some cinnamon twist when I went out there earlier. I, I know. I heard. Did you get your burrito? They didn't even give you your burrito, right? No, they didn't. They, they, they forgot my burrito. You. It's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Your cheese quesadilla, I'm sure, was a good enough snack. Or whatever. Yeah, now we're way we're way off the yeah. All right, on that note. topic. Well, look. Before we go, let's just remind the listeners. If you know of a place in Austin that these two, that the Frodo and Samwise Gamgee of Gumbo need to go this week, please reach out to us. Uh, our email, which is gumboshow at gmail.com. Our website, gumboshow.us. Our Instagram at dagumboshow at dagumboshow. And our Twitter at, uh, at gumboshow. Just hit us on one of those. Let us know where they need to go, what gumbos they need to try in Austin. Let us know if we got anything wrong. Let us know if you think Dave is a terrible husband or maybe a great husband and better yet, a great American for getting the students at his boarding school. A the day Dave off day. They, the Dave day, whenever they need it. Uh, anyway, and so until next time on The Gumbo Show, may your ruse be dark and your bowls be full.